Hey, it's Neville Medora here, and today this is a reading of the stupid email, which stands for Swipe Thought Uplifting Picture Interesting and Drawing for Friday, June 25th, 2021. I hope you like it. So let's start off with the swipe. This is an amazing old school ad from McGraw Hill that just demonstrates what it's like for someone going into a sales meeting, trying to pitch a product to someone who does not want to hear it. Okay. So I love how grumpy this guy looks and it's a picture of a super grumpy looking like 1950s boss sitting in a chair, just looking at you. And what's really stark about this picture is that it's just this guy in the chairs, no background, it's just white, there's nothing there, and it says, I don't know who you are, I don't know your company, I don't know your company's product, I don't know what your company stands for. Now, what is it that you wanted to sell me? It has a couple more lines, I just cut them out, but basically it shows that if you are not prepared uh, for a sales call, and that sales starts before the call. So you don't just sit down with someone and say, I'm going to try to sell you something. You send them good material. They maybe look you up, all that kind of stuff. So I just love this old ad. Um, here's an interesting thought. And this is a, originally I heard this from Earl Nightingale, although this kind of advice has been passed down through generations. And it is simply, we become what we think about. For example, people who think about becoming teachers often become teachers. People who think about becoming lawyers often will become lawyers. And so similarly, if you think about a lot of bad thoughts, bad things will happen. So a beautiful environment makes you think beautiful thoughts. A crappy environment makes you think crappy thoughts. And I always thought that this was a just a really profound piece of advice. It's so simple. We become what we think about. So if someone never thinks about becoming very rich and all they think about is just you know, just going about their life and stuff like that, it's unlikely to become really, really rich. But someone who's obsessed with becoming rich and works hard and all that kind of stuff will get there. Now, this doesn't mean that being rich is better than anything else. It's just that we become what we think about. So if you want to become a welder, well, you probably have to think about becoming a welder a lot. So just an interesting thought that I like. Here is something a little uplifting. I don't know if it's that uplifting for you, but I thought it was kind of funny. Uh, it put a smile on my face. I was doing a three camera shoot in my office for an interview, which is, uh, and the office is still not ready. Okay. So that's the thing. So I have some more furniture coming, um, some rugs and some wallpaper being installed. And I had to pull blankets and rugs from the other room to reduce the echo from the bare walls and concrete. So talking at full volume with another person is just echoing too much and just making a lot of sound on the recording. So there's a funny picture of before and after where we just kind of ghettoly pulled like this other rug from another room and then it's draped random blankets all over the place. It was it's kind of funny looking how like uh, preposterous looking it was for the interview. Um, here's an interesting picture. Our buddy Eric Bandholtz started a barbershop for his company Beard Brand to use as a YouTube studio. And what they do on their Beard Brand uh, uh, YouTube channel, in addition to making like videos about caring for your beard and hair, they have they film haircuts. And they have millions of people who watch these haircuts. It's kind of funny. So like they'll go to a they used to go to a barbershop and be like, hey, can we film a haircut? But they ended up having these weird problems. Like, for example, Music was a huge problem. So usually in a barbershop, there's some music playing in the background. But guess what? On YouTube, if you have a big channel, you can't just play a bunch of like free Michael Jackson music in the background. You get you get restricted and, and cut. So 
they had to tell the barbershop to turn the music off and keep talking down to a minimum so they could have these like haircut videos. And that's not cool to do to a barbershop and it was kind of boring. So they just made their own barbershop where they can completely control the environment. And now he's been doing meetups where they have tacos, coffee, and haircuts to just hang out with other people and entrepreneurs. And it was really neat. It just had like this old school barbershop vibe. Um, everyone's just hanging out. And then if you want to get your haircut, you get your haircuts right there. You can see all your friends. People come up and talk to you while you're getting your haircut. It was just a very enjoyable, fun experience. Um, here is something interesting. So I have another interview, uh, round two with Sam Parr, uh, founder of The Hustle. That's premiering on Sunday. Um, but we're putting out an early clip of it. And in this clip, it's about 10 minutes long. I asked him to give me his thoughts on each social platform out there and what he thinks. And so I asked him about Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Clubhouse, YouTube, et cetera, all those. And so I'll quickly list out some of the, the quotes I got. So for Facebook, and these are just like quotes that he said, and I'm just gonna list them out. So for Facebook, it's probably the most effective place for ads. Uh, Facebook Marketplace is amazing. Facebook Groups is probably the best forum software in the world. Uh, downside, it's kind of a bad habit. And downside, he says, in 10 years, I don't think Facebook will be as popular, but Oculus will. So it'll more likely be a VR company, which I totally agree with as a, an Oculus user. Um, LinkedIn, he says, <laughs> he said a funny quote. He was just like, pro is that it's where a lot of people are. Con, almost everything is bad about it. <laughs> it. So he said it succeeds in spite of itself that it's just not the greatest platform in the world, but somehow it just still keeps chugging along. Um, Twitter, he says, I only hire from Twitter. It's the best, the ad platform they've never really had a lot of success on um, with Twitter, but he's met so many people and gets sent tons of free stuff from being popular on there. And he says Twitter will likely launch a subscription service and they've already cloned Substack and they've already cloned Clubhouse. And honestly, I use those more than Clubhouse or Substack. So kind of interesting. Um, Clubhouse, uh, as we mentioned, uh, he says Clubhouse is dead and he thinks they're gonna go out of business. It's just like Twitter and others are just going to just eat their lunch. Uh, YouTube, he says he thinks it's the greatest thing on earth. He says, I still think YouTube is undervalued. YouTube TV is super amazing and is gonna be even amped up when they have all live sports on there. And then the ad platform is still amazing and has a very high ROI. And he thinks he still thinks email is the number one, like King Daddy, best for owning your audience. But he says YouTube is a close number two. And then uh, last two, uh, Instagram. He says, I don't like the culture of Instagram. It's like the Miami of the world. He says he just doesn't like Instagram as much, um, but still good ad platform and such. And then uh, TikTok, he says the culture is amazing and supportive, but he does, he's a little hesitant to use it because it's uh, the Chinese company and the privacy issues and stuff, but overall big on TikTok. Um, and then the last thing in the stupid email, this is a drawing. And here's the thing, we don't always need a drawing. In fact, the lesson I'm showing here is that you can turn text into art when you're writing. So this is something I frequently love, especially with bullet points. And so, I say the sentence in bullet points, and if you can't see it, it's basically each sentence is centered and they get smaller and smaller and smaller until it points to a button. So it says, for example, when making bullet points, you can make them point downwards to some call to action you want people to click on like this. And it basically makes the text into art. I always thought that's a fun little trick. Um, you could do it on mobile still, so long as the sentences are pretty small. And at the bottom, it has a button. And do you know what's on that button? It's a copywritingcourse.com slash join. And if you join right now, there's a special coupon code. And then we're taking that away uh, at the beginning. So the, the coupon code says level up Q4. Basically, we want you for Q3, which is coming up, Q3, quarter three, uh, July. We want you to take the next three months to utilize copywriting course. And 
redo all your web pages, redo all your product pages, redo your landing page, homepage, sales page, et cetera, or just learn copywriting better for your own business. Or if you are a freelancer, you should use copywriting course to run all your projects by us. A lot of freelancers inside do that and every client they get, they just get another set of eyes on it so they can deliver the best possible work. And also you just get to meet cool people and we have a super active community. So if you want to join right now, is like a really, 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 really good time. I think it's like just, just a damn good value. So uh, copywritingcourse.com says join and do it right now so you get a uh, special price. Anyways, hope you enjoy these little tidbits. Hope you have a great Friday. My name is Neville Medora and I will talk to you later.